when you see, hold a baby, you're like, oh, you have a very cute baby. That's mm. a baby. But then you fall in love with a, an adult woman or adult male, and you're like, yeah, baby, come over here and give me a kiss. That's weird to me. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Because you say that in a sexual way. Who the f*** talks like that? Hey, baby. You've never talked dirty in bed like, yeah, baby, you like this? You never I did that? I don't say it in that voice. No, I mean, I do. <laughs> I get into character. I mean, I feel like <laughs> but then here, here's another creepy. one for you. Same word, right? Baby, right? You break up with somebody. You're now... Never allowed to call that person baby. It's disrespectful. Why would you call him baby? What up, guys? Welcome back into another episode of The Pullman Show with Mark. Rachel. <laughs> uh, Trish is not joining us today. Per your guys' request, we got rid of her. But on this week's episode, we talked a lot about relationships. Talked to, we opened up a little bit about some of your insecurities in relationships, George. Dude, to, I kind of don't like this podcast anymore. We're just, just ratting becoming, ourselves out. I know, right? We're just giving too much information about Yeah, we're things. like nitpicking at our souls. But I think this episode is going to help a lot of people if you guys are going through something. Uh, I opened up about my addiction to marijuana. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, how I smoked it one time. Um, if you guys can drop a like on this video, we'd greatly appreciate it. And we want you guys to comment down below. Uh, what are some things in a relationship that frustrate you? And if you guys need any help with those, we'd love to hear them and give you guys some advice on that. So sit back, relax, get some popcorn, and enjoy this week's episode of The Tuman Show. Dun, dun, dun. Also, why do you have to have popcorn while watching the podcast? Why can't you just watch the podcast? Put Audio lineup. Oh, now you don't know what you're going to line it up with. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. We're weekend? starting this pretty... We're, we're hyper today, you, guys. Wait. You, you, no, need to be, you. We need Fine. But you need to do the, hey, welcome back to the tumor show. You got to do that. I know, but you we, forgot. Just, we usually have like a little intro conversation before we say that. We just did. Throw oh, it into the podcast. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Anyways, guys, welcome back into another episode of... <sighs> the Tumor Show. The Tuman Show. The Tuman Show. And if you guys will notice, we didn't get interrupted in the intro by Trisha this week. Because yeah. we replaced her. We have Rachel. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, there's a lot of comments saying, like, dude, she keeps interrupting you guys and yeah, stuff like so, that. So, you know, we got, got rid can, of her. We listened to the people. She got the can real quick. Thanks, Rachel, for, for being on and replacing. No, we're just kidding. Um, <laughs> Trisha couldn't be here. She said she had appointments from 10 to 4. What does that mean? Uh, she had her nails. Hair and eyebrows. Oh. it's like, It reminds me of this one time this girl told me she was going to Vegas and she's like, yeah, I have a client out there. Ooh. I was like, prostitute. Yeah, I was like, what? what's, what's a client? Yo, you what know, does that mean when a girl says I have a client? I mean, well, what, she, what she could be mean? like building homes out there. I don't know. I mean, but it I was a one night client. Ooh. Can we talk about something? Yeah. We've worked pretty hard for this. Yes. What we're, we've accomplished. All yes. of us have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's girls out there. That have to have sex like six times a year and they make six figures. Oh, I was thinking about Crazy. this. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. Not even that. Nowadays, apps like Rachel. Rachel, I'm not saying you should do this, but I'm saying <laughs> you should possibly do this. <laughs> now, if you just take it a step further, uh, these IG models and everybody's like, here we go again. George is going to talk about this IG <laughs> models. No, no, no. Listen, if you're an IG model that you feel like I'm coming at you, I got a business opportunity for you. Listen up. <laughs> These girls, if you just take it a half higher, you know, like instead of being almost naked, be completely naked and go on that app where you could like sell your body on like there's cameo? a cameo or whatever the hell it is. It's like a there's thing an app for that for real. Yes. It's like a, it's like a, a subscription. It's like porn <laughs> subscription, but to like, dude, I talked to this girl that did porn and you, you'll never believe who she was hanging out with. Logan and Mike, and uh, <laughs> she was telling me, and like, mind you, I'm having a conversation with her, but like, my whole body is like, like, oh man, this is super uncomfortable because I'm like, this is so. To me, talking about sex is personal. Have you and, seen her videos? Uh, no, hell oh, okay. no, 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 no. I gave up weird. porn a month or two ago. How long ago? Yeah. Did I go? I've been off porn for a while. Really? But yeah, yeah, I have, I'm in a relationship. It's a long story. She's like, really? That's hard to believe. <laughs> anyway, so I, uh, I haven't slapped the ham in a long time, and so I'm asking <laughs> this girl a question and I go, hey, like, so blah, blah, blah. She goes, believe it or not, we like, we're, we, I stopped doing pornography and I was like, oh, good for you. And she's like, no, not because of that, because there's this new app where people could subscribe and you could just send them like a personal uh, video. And I was like, make more she makes personal. six figures a month off of it. She's like, this is easier. And now here's the, more and she dude, controls that's it all. insane. And here's we, what, we talk about like girls like, or guys, but we keep saying girls. This is just because yeah. we're guys, by the way. So if we were girls, we'd be saying guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're just clarifying. We're not, sexist but um i was talking about this and uh, not that i 
I always say I wouldn't want my daughter doing it. And I'm not but it's throwing, okay if someone else's daughter. <laughs> I don't give a shit about somebody else's daughter. That's their problem. That's their home. This is where you got to listen. The world, listen up to me. Don't judge other people. Their home is their home, and their beliefs are their beliefs. Hold on. Yeah. Coming from the guy that goes, yeah, I fucking judge. Oh, my daughter and shit like that. So if my daughter. Oh, no, you said that you judge other people. I'm trying to better myself, Mark. <laughs> Let go of the past. Uh, anyway, so back to this. So, like, here's the thing. Like, if you guys are, like, almost naked on Instagram and you're basically accepting the fact that, you know, guys and girls look at you doing sexual activities, why not go the extra mile? I'll go make some more money. That's what I'm thinking. Like, why would you not? Because if I didn't have Christ, right? If I wasn't flipping the Bible and I was like, Jesus wants me to do this. If I wasn't like about that, dude, I'll be a stripper for sure. <laughs> I'll be racking it. We wouldn't even be friends because I'd be getting dough going like this and just doing the tornado. And by the way, I figured out, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm super hyper. I mom, couldn't tell. Mom, I just want to let you know. I will, there's a lot of scenes that I reject. I just rejected a movie offer the other day. And by the way, I booked a TV show. I can't say what show it is, but it's a very big show. Can we, I, can we slow down? No, 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 no. High five Congrats. me. But listen, I got, I got, I got, hey, I got, wait, wait. I got, I figured out what my first nudity scene would be. Your butt. Nope. I'm talking about full frontal penis nudity. I know what I would do. <laughs> There's only one. Why have you thought about Because this? I was thinking about it. I was like, no money in the world would ever yeah, let yeah. me do that. Because I don't want my kids seeing my penis. You turned unless- down another role with Kevin Hart's Funny or Die, didn't you? Because you had to sit there in like a banana hammock with your dick or something? No, I did that. But it didn't. Oh. I told I, I them to rewrite it. And so I didn't like have like full And you didn't want to do it because you had a girlfriend, I thought, right? No, no, no. I just no? didn't do it because I just didn't want to be like having my penis out. Uh. But I figured it out. This is it. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. And somebody's going to steal it, and I'm going to be really pissed. But it's going to be in my own movie, first of all, which I wrote and produced and directed. And it would be... And shot. Yeah, and shot. <laughs> and it would be with other famous celebrities, because I would want it to be a big deal. Yeah. Like the first time I ever do nudity. Yeah, yeah. And it would be a scene where me and Arnold Schwarzenegger are really upset with each other. And I'm like, hey, yo, get out. He's like, who, who are you to tell me what to do? I was like, oh, yeah? And I take my pants off. Get to the chopper. And I, I was like, yeah, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. And then, you know, I do the helicopter with my penis in front of our source. And so that I feel like that would be the first time I ever do a nude scene. Because that would go down yeah. as, like, the best nude scene ever. Totally reasonable. What? What a start to, <laughs> to this episode. Hey, cheers. I don't know if you're listening. Shit you took. My email is gejanko <laughs> at gmail.com. Let's write a script together, brother. Oh, my God. Where did you... We started the podcast, like, before the podcast was starting. I was like, do you have anything to talk about today? And then somehow, this is what happens when you just hit cam- the cameras roll and then George talks about his first Ding dong. scene. Well, here. Well, here. Rachel, you did Playboy. Yeah. Was that a difficult decision for you to make? Well, I mean, I'd shot nude before that. Like, I did treat... The first time you shot nude, ago. was it uncomfortable or were you, like, scared? I mean, the <clears> only <throat> reason I was, like, scared about it was, like, oh, my God, my parents, what are they going to think? Right. But, like, me personally, I was comfortable doing it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a personal choice that I was cool with. But I definitely was, like, oh, shit, like... People back home, everybody, they're going to be tripping for sure. But Right. Oh, by the way, I talked about this in the podcast and people were like, uh, how could you say that? If like in the comments, like, what if your friends wanted to do it and stuff like right, that? Right, right. I had my own opinion about nudity. I'm really close friends with Rachel. And when the time came where she was going to do it, I even said, I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? You know, it might not be something you want to do. But we had an adult conversation. I saw her point of view just because I don't agree and I wouldn't want my daughter doing it Mm -hmm. didn't distract our relationship as friends at all. Yeah. So this is this right here is a perfect example of a healthy friendship. You know what I mean? Like just because me and Mark don't agree on something or do agree on something or you don't agree with something doesn't mean we can't be friends. Yeah. You guys got to be open-minded. And a lot of people, I read a lot of comments and some comments, a lot of them actually pro me talking they're like oh i like george's views mm-hmm. but the negative comments are saying stuff like, i'm tired of george acting like he's, he's a saint or he's perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not perfect i'm just not afraid of talking about my point of view right and i feel like there's so much negative point of views that people are so eager to express well and we f- you fuck up a lot in life to learn what to do right oh, you know what i'm saying like, so i've much. made a lot of mistakes in my life you've made a lot more than me um, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> hey, no facts um, uh, but i mean you got to make mistakes to learn from them and i think that just goes with everything like even taking a risk and doing that shoot and like all of us in a way took a risk to do what we're doing today because 
my first thought, like you said, was worrying about what are people in my hometown going to think of me yeah. when I'm making comedy skits. They're laughing at me, and that's what they did when I went back. They would like make fun of me. They'd be like, oh, Mr. Hollywood, all this stuff. But like, you need to fail, too. There's been times we've failed. We've started shit that, that didn't do good, but like, the more you fail, that means the closer you are to being successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I got something else written down right here. We went to uh, Summer Ray's birthday party. That was fun. Really, really fun time. Shout out to Summer Ray. She Shout out Summer Ray. Happy birthday, Summer Ray. Summer Ray. Uh, it was a 90s theme. It was pretty cool. And I love how everybody was. You know what's funny? 90s is now. Like, we dressed right. like yeah. from the 90s. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't really that hard. A lot of our closet stuff had like. Literally. That's all I had to wear. There was bartenders spitting flames like. No, no, no. no. Feet. Oh, the bartender jumped from the roof into, into the, pool. the pool. But did you see him spitting flames? Yeah. It was insane. Shit was fire. <laughs> Thank you. There was like a weed bar, which I think it's like only in LA. Well, because it's legal here. By the way, they're they're opening up a weed bar literally down the street from my house, like where you could drive. The and new it's house a, or the no, uh, the house I'm in right now. now. Okay, it's in Hollywood. It's gonna be like I think the first weed house in LA, and it's basically a weed bar. So you basically drive there like an actual like bar. And you just smoke with and your you smoke there people. So you could be like instead How of like that one legal, Corona though, because I thought no smoking inside places. It's a, it's an establishment. So they're making it like, like you know, you can't. I feel drink like you just walk in. You don't even have to buy anything because it's just going to be a cl- like a, a box hot. Yeah, box a hot, hot? Box. Yeah. hot box. No, no, box. Hot. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep sticking to that one. <laughs> I like to make fun of because I don't smoke. I hate smoking weed. I don't. I don't. Have I ever talked about me my experience of smoking weed on here? No, I don't think so. I've smoked weed a few times. The first time I ever, I don't think I have ever talked open. I've never op- opened up about this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, I love it's how usually, we're so twitchy about yeah, stuff today. Fuck, man. <laughs> All over the place. Um. The first time I ever got high was in college in Ohio. It was, it was not legal. I was drunk. And dun, I went dun, o- dun. Yeah, right. Uh, I went over to my friend's house. Well, you were drunk. Yeah. Maybe that's why you didn't like it. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. Was you can't, you can't. No. Hold on. I went over and he had a bong, and the bong was like <laughs> not even kidding, like this fucking big. Reason number two. And they were like all smoking weed, and I'm like, yeah, what oh, I've said. never smoked before, but like I've smoked out of an apple in high school, but I never got high because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> And sorry, mom and dad. God. Um, so I took a hit out of this bong and I'm like, and I'm like, so when's it supposed to hit? And then before I finish my sentence, I was like, whoa, like I just started to get like really lightheaded and like wavy and shit. I was like, I got to get some fresh air. It was in the winter in, in the, in Ohio. So I went outside, got fresh air. I was freezing. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go try to lay down in bed. Lay down in bed. The whole fucking room is spinning. I got the spins because I'm drunk. So I was like, oh, God. So I got up. I walked. I'm not even kidding you. I don't know how long it was, but it felt like two hours. I went outside my front door, and I walked in a circle for two hours straight trying to sober up. Terrible experience. So I was like, all right, I'm never going to smoke weed again. It's not for me. Fast forward, I moved to L.A. Curtis offers me weed. And it was out of this thing called a volcano. Oh, those are the best. I don't know what it is. It's like basically, I don't know. It's like a balloon. It's like a balloon. It's like a bag it fills full. with weed or okay. something. But it's heated, so it's like clean. Supposed to be smoother, yeah. Okay. It's so clean. So I smoked it out of this. I told him the story. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna get paranoid. You're gonna have to call the ambulance because I was telling my friends that they need to call the ambulance. He's like, nah, bro, you probably smoked like what's the one that makes you calm? Uh, you indica. And sativa's the good one. Yeah. I mean, it's just different, but. So, so yeah, there's different strains, not like alcohol. Right. Like, so he's like, oh, you probably smoked the bad strain. This is that strain. I yeah. Was like, All right, fine. I'll do it. Same fucking thing happened. I start to panic. I feel like I can't breathe. I don't know what it is, man. You know what it is? I, I really, I want you to smoke something that I would smoke. Yeah, because, same. And also you gotta, you gotta You level. guys both want to get me high. Yeah, but no, exactly. no, no, you don't you want to do it. You have to do it right, dude. Like Curtis is not somebody you want to <laughs> go ahead and do stuff, with, especially with a volcano. Volcanoes are strong. So like literally do one puff. Don't go batting up with the best batters. You know, just relax, calm down. That's one. Two, if you do a wrong strain, let me give you an example. I did that once where I was like at a party once and I was like, oh, you know what? Fine, I'll take this guy's thing. But I didn't know what he was doing. Mind you, guys, please be aware. Don't just smoke whatever is in front of you. That's very dangerous. Be very cautious. And also with your crack. drinks. And also if we're talking about this, don't ever, ladies, especially ladies, do not leave your drink unattended, yeah. turn around, and then grab it again because guys are pieces of shit out there and they'll do dangerous things. But mm-hmm. going back to what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, 
I, I smoked this thing that was a really strong indigo. And bro, I'm not exaggerating. Belle had to flip me on my back in bed and keep rubbing my stomach because I was paranoid. Hold on. How does that work? How does she flip you on? Because I, I was on my stomach, so she flipped me on my back. Oh, got it, got it. And she was like rubbing my chest because I was literally freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I'm about to die. And I was like freaking out. That's me. So, but I did a wrong strain. I did too much of it. And you can't go into it with a bad mindset, by the way. So yeah. if you jump into it paranoid... It only heightens what's going on in your head. Mm -hmm. So if you're with friends and you have a box of pizza and you have a movie in front of you, you're ready to giggle. And on top of that, <laughs> you're ready to giggle. There's a, there, <laughs> a I went time. to MedMen or whatever it's called. Yes. And it was yeah. like the Apple store, bro. They were like, yeah. hey, this is thing called the giggles. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is weird. I smoked this shit, Mark. I didn't know I was high. I just kept laughing at everything. Guys, like if, if you were if you like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I have an idea. If you yeah. guys want me to smoke weed, what if I smoked weed and we filmed the podcast? That would be great. <laughs> Yo, oh my God. Is that messed up? I feel like we're kind of like, going down a bad path. Why? Is that... <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. I mean, Elon it's legal. it. I think Joe Rogan's. Yeah, it's legal. And we don't know how I'm going to react. <laughs> okay, we should. But if it's a bad time, then it's going to be bad. You guys are going to see me fucking panic the whole time. I, ha I feel like I have some stuff that is like so perfect because you won't feel high you'll just be like oh i'm in a great mood i want to talk i want to just chill i think we could have a good time i have this thing that also what if i turn into george when george smokes he just sits there like this yeah i'm the worst hangout doesn't with say high. any words i i when he met his girlfriend i hyped him up so much oh i'm like my dude my, george is coming he's my best friend he's the fucking funniest guy like you're gonna laugh your ass off this whole time george is high when he comes and he uh <laughs> I didn't say one word to her. You didn't say a word to her. Like, <laughs> the only, there was only one thing I said to her. I go, you, you kind of look like Bella Hadid. <laughs> That's it. That was it. And then in my head, I was like, oh my God, don't say anything. You're so stupid. Why would you say that? Now she, does, now she thinks you're dumb. Now you just ruined everything. And I was I like, oh God. He talks to himself. Yeah. But speaking of Belle, mm. uh, she met your the girl you were previously talking to before you met her. Yes. At Summer's Party. Was, How did that go? I was so, I was so nervous. What's it like having your girlfriend? I've never had that happen a before. a girl you spoke to right in front of you. I was... Did you think she was going to say bad shit about you or... No, no, not at all, because um, one of her friends that are, so uh, the girl that I was seeing previously, mm -hmm. uh, I bumped into one of her friends, and she goes, even though you guys kind of separated, she only talks highly about you. Mm -hmm. um, so when I Which saw them- a great way to leave. Great way yeah. to leave. <laughs> so when they were talking, they were both very happy, and they were making jokes, and they're very comfortable with each other. And all I, I'm not even kidding, when I saw this, I kind of patted myself on the back on this moment because I was like, wow, I, I really picked classy girls. Like, none of these girls showed any type of, like, like pouty face or, like, like my girlfriend could have even been, easily been like, I don't want to talk to her. Why would I want to talk right. to somebody you've been with, you know? And the other girl could have been like, oh, this is the girl, blah, blah, blah. But none of them. They were both very classy. They know what they're worth. Both of them are worth amazing amounts, but you, I, I fell in love with one. Did you have a conversation? Like, did she make any comments or anything? Was it cool? Was she cool with it? Because I remember one time I met a dude uh, that that my ex knew, and like they like, and I asked afterwards, of like, have you guys hooked up? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. And I, it was just like a weird feeling. I just I felt like I was upset at the fact that she didn't say that. Before like I had you to ask her, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing, dude. Like, I this is an uncomfortable situation, but I've dealt with that even with Belle. Like, I uh, had to work with somebody that she had a thing with in the past. But would you would you rather would you want to know or would you? I mean, just left it unsaid. At the end of the day, does it really matter? I wrote a song right. about this so, called "Need to Know." Just yeah. throwing that out there. We'll put a link in the description. <laughs> like we were talking about this earlier. Sometimes ignorance is just better, right? You just don't yeah. really need to know. Sometimes, I. I'll, I'll meet in the middle. Yeah. So I don't need to know if he's like, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. This is an honest like thing. I don't need to know if he's pulled your hair and smacked your ass. Like, I don't need to know about that shit. Like, don't tell me that. Like, I don't want <laughs> to picture details. that. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't yeah, need to yeah. know like, oh yeah, yeah, he had me on his knees. And like, like I was like, I don't know. Keep that shit. He had himself. me on his knees. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I don't want to know about that. Don't tell me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I do want to know is if I'm going to go to work with somebody or if I'm going to meet somebody up at an event and you've had a previous conversation or any type of activity with him that had to do with a relationship or sexual or anything let me know just be like hey by the way me and him had a past and that's all Are i need to know get upset never i'll tell you why because when i met Belle, she could have slept with 700 people or seven people 
But whatever she did made her the woman that I fell in love with. Mm -hmm. So I can never judge her for who she became. Because that's who I fell in love with. Mm -hmm. Maybe the guy that I'm shaking hands with turned her into this beautiful woman that I fell in love with. But what about the whole expression that we talked about patterns, not potential? She is the person that I love. Oh, but say she slept with 700 people. Yeah. Don't you think she's going to want to sleep with 700 more people? Patterns, not potential? You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I'm I saying get the when she's change. single, if she's cheated in the past, I want to be with her. I'm like, okay, this girl's a cheater. But she's never cheated on anybody. How do you know? Uh, I mean, you could tell by people's intent. Like, you know I would never cheat but by have the you asked her? Yeah, of course. And how do you know she's telling the truth? I don't know. Cheaters would probably want to tell the truth. But, <laughs> but here's another thing. That's actually a valid point. I never, I don't actually ever, I never asked her that. I never going to sit there and ask her because if a liar is going to lie, why would they not right. lie in that situation? I don't, I, this is how it is. In this relationship, it's, I have to worry about myself and mm -hmm. that's it. I can't worry about what she's doing when she leaves. I can't be worried about who she talks to because once that happens, then I'm not worried about who I am and what I could be doing better for myself and for mm -hmm. her. So this is like a, it's like a plate, right? I have my things on the plate and you have your things on the plate. Just because we're putting both of our stuff on one plate doesn't mean I can't deal with my stuff. So if I'm sitting here worried about who she's becoming. the analogies you come up with. It's because, <laughs> I don't, it's a weird analogy, but I have to like place things in my head to yeah, like yeah. understand them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, um, I was in an immature relationship where I was always like either going through her phone or like asking her a million questions. The one thing that I learned, regardless how perfect the person is, if you search, you will find. Because yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. search, you will find. I've never cheated in my life. But if my girl goes through my phone back to when before me and her were even together, she might have her heart broken from how I talked to somebody else mm -hmm. or I've done things. I'm not a saint. Neither is she. Yeah. I'm not going to look for things and reasons to be upset with her. Right. I'm going to look for reasons to be happy with her. Well, that's the whole thing. You're looking for something. To yeah, you're at. searching. You, yeah. If you search, you'll I find. I used to do that shit too. Everybody has. But yeah. you have to wake up and realize. That's a big problem. It will destroy it. Yeah. It will destroy the relationship. I'm telling you right now, if you don't trust the person you're with mm -hmm. or love the person you're with with all of your heart, a relationship is already hard enough. Yeah. Especially the world that we're in. Yeah, yeah. If it's supposed to be you and her against the world. Mm -hmm. If it's already you and her against each other, you're screwed because then yeah. the world because here's the thing, bro. I'll have conversations with people that are in a relationship for like a year and I'm hearing what they're arguing about. I go, well, "You guys have no problems yet." I go, "What happens? <laughs> what happens if God forbid your kid is born with a disease? Yeah, what happens? Yeah, yeah, like when or a real problem happens. Problems, exactly. Whatever, you yeah. you're Okay, let me give you an example. If, my, if I already don't trust my girl, right? If mm -hmm. I have issues, I'm like, yo, if shit hits the fan, I don't know if she's going to be with me. What happens if, like, we're married and I lose a job or I can't support? Yeah. You you need, no matter how important it is to be the man or the relationship, you got to understand that my dad, I grew up, my dad always told me, he, mind you, he worked seven days a week and he made sure everybody was set in the family. But he'd always say, my wife is my backbone. Without his wife, the family could fall apart. So it's a huge thing that people need to realize that females also need to step up and realize that if their man is going through things, don't wait for somebody else to try to help it. You, that's your position. Mm -hmm. If your man is having anxiety or depression or doesn't feel good about himself, figure a way to bring your man back to where he needs to be. Are you talking about my relationship? No. because Yeah, I mean, technically she never really did that. Like when you were going through your thing, she kind of just sat there. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad thing, but that's not a mature relationship. Right. Like when my dad lost his job, my mother went to work and brought her check back home to her, him and it was like, this is what we need to do until you find a job. Mm -hmm. Two, three months later, he got a great job and everything was back to balance. But what happens if my mom was in it just for the money or in it for the luxury of what's going on, then I and my sister would not be here together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a lot of work. But... What do you feel? What, what, you got another point? No, sorry. I, was, I felt like I had something else I was going to finish, but then yeah, I forgot about I thought, it. I feel like it was going somewhere, but... yeah. What do you feel you need to work on the most in a, in any relationship that you've had? Uh, believe it or not, my security. You are a little insecure. I uh, no, I am I am I'm like too cocky, like I'm too secure with myself, like that's that's a problem. Like there is a balance. Like I I, I know this is a bad problem, man, but I walk in the room always thinking that this is, the party has started just because my mentality yeah, of like. Yeah. People always calling me when they want a so good time. So your ego. My ego. Because I've been burned in the past by a girl that I, I gave all my love and trust to. Mm -hmm. That I built up this wall where I immediately start thinking of the worst. So like, if oh, if Belle leaves me, then that's the worst thing that could ever happen to her. I'll find another replacer like that. But when you have that mentality, you 
start thinking of yourself not an equal. You think of yourself as a greater. Yes. And that's not healthy. So I had to literally sit there. Because when we got in an argument about a a guy in our past, I would belittle that man. And I'd be like, yo, I can't do that. That guy was a a great guy. I had no reason to disrespect him. And I've done that. I did that in a recent fight where she brought up her thing. And I literally go, no, 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 no. Don't bring him up. Me and him are uncomparable. And I literally sat there and I was like, who am I to talk like that? Yeah. That was a very ugly moment of mine. And I was very upset with myself. Mm. But that only happened because I was a little jealous and insecure. Yeah, of the like I never talked poorly about Kylie or anything. Like I wouldn't be the man I am today and know the things that I know without that relationship. And there's, it's no, like it didn't work out. But at the end of the day, like that you need that type of stuff to like get to the point where you're at. Yeah. Um, fuck, I had something I wanted to add on to what you were just saying, but I can't remember what you're talking about. Being too secure or being being insecure? Oh, but shouldn't you, in a way, think you're better than other people? Shouldn't you carry yourself as better than other people? You should carry yourself knowing your own worth. I used to write this on my wall every single day. I am an alpha. And then I would realize what an alpha is. An alpha doesn't mean he's better than everybody in the room. Mm -hmm. He means he is the leader, which means a leader brings you to what his level is. Doesn't bring you to a level that's almost as good as him. A leader brings people to where they need to be. For example, when we first met, I could easily been like, oh, I'm already bigger than this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to help him. But I saw you're talented. And I didn't let my ego Thanks, take George. that. So I was like, yo, you're good. Let's work with each other. Yeah, we, yeah, we work together. And you got to a level where then one day you got to help me. You get I, what I'm saying? Like, it's like. I think. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think in, in the in like our group of friends, like me, you, Logan, Johannes, we're all alphas. And yeah. we push other alphas. Like if we see one alpha at a different level. We try to get up to that level, you know, yeah. like daily vlogging. Oh, I'm going to daily vlog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skits. I'm going to do skits. So it's like. An alpha doesn't ever put somebody down. That's not a real alpha. Yeah. That's, an in, that's an insecure person that mm. needs to be above people. What are you looking at? That. What is that? Oh, military helicopters. Really? Flying outside. That's pretty cool. Those are drones, bro. Aliens! Yo, did you see the KSI? Oh, we went to the K. I don't know why I asked you. Did you guys see the KSI Logan Paul press conference? What do you think of that? I think uh, Logan, as always, came into it headstrong, and I like yeah. Logan's really good. Logan's at, got so he's walks in the room, and I'm better than everyone. Yeah, but he, you know what he is? He perfects his craft. So mm-hmm. he went into the boxing thing, and I told him straight up, like, "Yo, you tired yourself out," and he he locked that in. Yeah. So he trained harder, so he, that can never happen. So I was thinking, oh, KSI is probably going to do the same. KSI came weaker than I think he's yeah. ever been. Like, dude, he was so tired. He, he sat down talking. I was like, I've never seen a press conference where the guy gets up, gets exhausted from talking, and then sits down. I was like, oh, my God. I just thought it, I think it's so weird to watch two comedians talk shit. Talk shit and try to be serious. But tell me Logan didn't come destroying him. Like, yeah, he did. But it's just like, I know Logan so well. So it's like, I, don't, I can't tell if he's genuinely being serious. Like, I hate this guy. Or they're putting on a show for the cameras. Um. I, I think it was kind of serious because... Because like McGregor, you know McGregor as a ferocious, like fierce guy who has a temper. Yeah. You know Logan as a lighthearted, funny guy who likes to make people laugh. So to see him yelling and like talking shit, it's almost like, seems like not real. I just hope he backs it up. Yeah. Also, he owes me $10,000. Are you going to bet on this one? Fuck no. Why not? I'll take your 10000 I just, I just bought a house. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I got no room to do that shit. <laughs> Logan told me to bet on him, so I might I might do that. Yeah. Um, 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 oh, I had this written down. Why do all girls call their friends chicken nuggets? That's that's Ayla. Ayla's Ayla, the only Ayla, girl I've ever but heard. But I see a lot of people doing it. Oh my Rachel, God. do you call uh, people chicken nuggets? No, I don't. I do love chicken nuggets, though. <laughs> I could go for but some But why, right do, why does Ayla call her friends and her dog chicken nuggets? Like, who wants to look like a chicken nugget? I think it's like little cute ch- chicken nuggets. Chicken yeah. nuggets are not cute. They're uh, like they kind of sure. are. They're like Processed meat like, that are like mixed in. The bones are in them, I heard, in McDonald's. I ones. got one for you. Yeah. I got one I know for exactly you. what you're going to say. Baby. What? Yeah. Think about that. Think about that. Right? Just think it for a second, right? People call their loved ones baby. Babe. Right? I say babe. Okay, right, right. Babe, right? Usually baby for like people that are like, really don't know your baby. Oh, yeah, my you baby. baby. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Check this out. <laughs> Follow me here. How weird is it? First of all, the, the first line of defense for the word baby is an actual infant. Mm-hmm. Okay? Isn't mm. it weird 
that you kind of you kind of <laughs> say some dirty shit while you're saying baby, yeah. right? Like baby, come here and like give me a kiss. Like he's like, who That's the hell? Who's the first one that originated this idea? You know what I mean? Like think about it. Think about that shit. When you see, hold a baby, you're like, oh, you have a very cute baby. That's mm -hmm. a baby. But then you fall in love with a, an adult woman or adult male, and you're like, yeah, baby, come over here and give me a kiss. That's weird <laughs> to me. Why are you saying it like that? Because you say that in a sexual way. Who the fuck talks like that? Hey, baby. You've never talked dirty in bed like, yeah, baby, you like this? You never I did that? I don't say it in that voice. No, I mean, I do. <laughs> I get into character. I mean, I feel like dirty <laughs> but then here, here's another creepy. one for you. Same word, right? Baby, right? You break up with somebody. You're not... Never allowed to call that person baby. It's disrespectful. Why would you call him baby? We're not together anymore, right? Yeah. And then you yeah. give somebody else the right to call you baby. Or you call somebody else baby. So say you break up with your girlfriend, and then two years later you date somebody else, and now you're like, oh, baby. You ever feel weird? Like, I used to call somebody else that. Now I'm calling you that. It's like. No, I never think about that, bro. But why? Well, it's like saying I love you to someone and then saying it to someone else. No, because you could love multiple people. I love oh, you. You can't call multiple people baby. I mean, I get what you're saying. No, though, because for if, sure. if, if you're okay, like, oh, I, I have a girlfriend. If I called her baby right now on the podcast, I'm like, hey, baby, could you uh, do that real quick? My girlfriend broke up with me. She's like, why the hell did you just call another girl baby? <laughs> and also, here's another fun fact: you can't just throw around that word. It could offend a lot of people. Like, if I was going oh, up to yeah, my girls, girlfriend, girls said, oh, "Don't like feminists get really upset." Yeah. If, if, if okay. I, yeah. This morning, uh -huh. I was brushing my teeth, and I was like, "Sweetheart, how's your head?" Yeah, you're head. not allowed to say that. Yeah, I said that to my girlfriend, "Sweetheart, how's your head? You hurt?" Because she bumped her head. She's like, "No, I'm good. Thanks, baby." Right? That was a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. Now let's just teleport to Starbucks. Uh, what would you guys like? Yeah, yeah, sweetheart. Can I get a, <laughs> a frappo mappuccino? Like, uh, like a frappo mappuccino. I've never ordered at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. So. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like words, what, yeah. it's so weird. And also because they they say that what gives you the right to call me sweetheart. Yeah, my dad but would call everybody honey. Yeah, you're being growing up. He'd be like, "Honey, can I get that fork if we're at a restaurant?" And then they would be. But like, is it an age thing? Because I think I mean an back older in the man. day, it was never disrespectful. Yeah, I know, but now it is. You can't it's, fucking say anything anymore. It's, like it's, how you, it's how you say it. I think yeah, it has a lot in intent. Like my dad with his wife and kids is like, honey, could you grab me that fork? That's like a gentleman be like, sweetheart, could you grab me that fork? It's like a, it's like a nice thing. You're yeah. young. But if he was by himself with a napkin tucked in his head, he's like, hey, uh, sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> well, when he talks like that. Could you grab me that fork right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab me that fork. the mafia now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Here's my question. Girls have like a lot of nicknames for their friends, right? Like we talk about chicken nuggets. Yeah. Why don't dudes call their like don't pumpkin you, you know i call you stuff <laughs> stop it <laughs> um i don't know i think it's, a, it's bro, a guy thing bro man my guy my guy dude. i guess we do have our own nicknames but it's like more manly yeah like, you know what i mean like when i walk in the room i go what up bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys just named like five different nicknames i feel yeah, like i right. feel like you have Fuck. just as many yeah, that was a bad one, Mark. Yeah, whatever. I, I write things down that I think of in the moment, like when I'm just in my thoughts. Let's just move like on. This. Do you think your mind, I don't know where I thought of this, but I said I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Do you think your mind communicates with your body? For example, when you work out and your mind knows you're going to eat after, does it tell your body or do you trick your body? Is that how you lose weight? So, for example, when you wake up and do fasted cardio, right. I know after I finish my workout, I'm going to eat. So why does my body feel hungry when it knows? I'm are you sure eat? you don't get you're, high? You're, yeah, right. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, are you, you sure, bro? You know some saying? shit that you write when you're high. Yep. Mark, you, there's neurons that fire off in your body to let your body know. Like when I do this, there's neurons telling my fingers to do this. My but fingers does your are just, mind communicate with your body regularly? Every second, but every then why millisecond. Not with hunger? It's like why isn't it like stop being hungry? Like I know, I'm, I know I'm going to eat in 20 minutes. You know, but I don't think your stomach knows. Like well, oh, your stomach is coming. empty. If your mind tells your body what it's doing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. What think happens it, if it doesn't? Like then that. you never eat and you die from hunger. But I know I'm going to eat. Not Just a lot of people. You know, but yeah, dude, do you hungry. think the first caveman was like, put meat in mouth? Like, they don't know. They're like, oh, this hurts. Let me bite do. this cow and see what happens. No, you're born with instincts. Why do, why do cats know and, and dogs and any animal know that they need to hunt or they need to be with their mom and suck on their titties? <laughs> I think we're all born with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd write some weird shit down. <laughs> he for sure gets high. Uh, yeah. dude, you, you got, got anything? Me? Did you see? Oh, we talked about last week. Uh, YouTubers crossing over into mainstream. Jimmy. Jimmy Tatro, you said it was on Modern Family. Yeah. Season 10 or season 9 and season 10. But like, kid's crushing it, dude. Yeah, he is crushing and it. And Lily just came out with Lily a show yesterday. Yeah, the new show. I watched a little bit of it last night. Was it good? Uh, I wasn't a fan. Why? 
I don't know. Is it cheesy? I thought the set was way too dark. It What's was, that? It's a late night show. Yeah, I know, but this the set to me was very dark. I like uplifting stuff. <laughs> and I didn't really watch much because I was watching my Cleveland Browns win. Shout out OBJ. OBJ. Um, what else do I got OBJ's here? on your guys' team now? Yeah. Since when? Where the fuck have you been living? I don't watch football. Yeah. Is um, it this year? Is it a new thing? Yes, this is his first he year. He moved to Ohio. After <laughs> such a stellar career, he moved to Ohio. Ohio's the best. Ohio's the worst. You, I have a saying. You've been once and you went to the... Oh, dude, get this. You've been to my college? Yes. Recently in the news, I went to Ohio University. When I went there, it was the number one party school. Since they've dropped out, they're fucking pussies now. They don't party hard. But some guy was climbing this telephone pole, and who the fuck knows what he was thinking? He grabbed onto the wire and electrocuted himself and fell 30 feet to the ground and survived. Sounds like a good rager. Crazy. But also, what does he eat and drink for him to last electricity and a 30 feet drop? I don't know. Did he break anything? I don't know. I just I just saw that he survived. So, that's absolutely insane. I wanted to add, we, I wrote this down too because we were talking about this yeah. uh, a couple days ago. Why does a lot of like social life revolve around drinking and eating? Why, yeah. why do we do like why That's do we such a valid point but like why do we live for the weekend and say like oh it's friday let's have beers and and drink and saturday let's party or sunday let's day drink like why does why is that a thing i was thinking about this since we've been talking it's a sensation when you i know it sounds really crazy but follow me you put a cheese pizza in your mouth your taste buds are having a party mm -hmm. and i think it makes you happy like i am a piece of shit when i'm hungry bell literally i'm not even exaggerating ask her she puts granola bars in her purse when i get hungry because when i'm <laughs> thinking when i'm working me and you don't think about eating yeah right so we're like working 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 and so like oh perfect example my brain didn't tell my stomach hey go eat <laughs> because you're working right now you're about to be an asshole to your own girlfriend so she'll like carry stuff so i don't get hangry mm -hmm. when you eat you get happy that's why people that are overweight, it's because they're chasing happiness through food. Mm. So it helps a lot of anxiety. Like, for example, I gain a lot of weight when I'm stressed because I eat stress. Because when I'm stressed and I eat, it makes me happier. You know what I'm saying? Why? Also, when you're in a relationship, what do you do? You eat all the time. Yeah, you go happy. To eat. Why is that? Why can't people have self-control in a relationship where they, like right now, I love living alone. And I love being alone for the fact that I can stick to my diet and I don't see other people around me eating pizza. I don't see them eating cheeseburgers. It's oh, you're like, saying why do people in a relationship? Why, yeah, get why fat? can't they control each other and be like, hey? I mean, like, mean. No, we're not like let's fucking eat these meals or let's eat healthy. Like, why are they always open to going and getting froyo and going and getting pizza and postmating shit on a sun? You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you why. I mean, I can't tell you why for everybody, but I can tell you why for me. But me and Belle did limit it to like two days out of the week where we go out and mm -hmm. do that stuff because I, we, we were gaining weight, like legit. Like my face got fat again and I was crushing it at one point. I was like, oh man, I gained weight on. again. Did you say we were gaining weight? So you, you said that your girlfriend was gaining weight? She said she was gaining weight. I mean, yeah. I didn't see it with my own like, eyes. Did you say that to her? No, never. Probably shouldn't. Never. <laughs> no. When a girl says tell you, she's lying. Don't yeah. tell her. Keep that shit to yourself. Seriously. Um, but... I'll tell you why, dude. I was like, let me give you an example. I look forward to Saturdays and Sundays now because all I want to do is get food with my girlfriend. Yeah. Because it's fun. Well, why can't we do fun things that but, don't center around drinking and eating? Well, we do. We go to movies, but also. Well, what do you get at the movies? Popcorn and Coke. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I don't know. No, no. But I do know this. I know why I get a little chubbier when I'm like, because I'm happy, bro. And I don't have to bust my ass in but the gym. I'm skinny now and I'm happy. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm happy because, okay. I was fat and miserable. You're single though, right? You're yeah. single. You're still on the prowl. You still want girls to look at you and check you out and be like, damn, look at those abs. I Keep can going. turn into a fat <laughs> ass, like smelling like a Kit Kat bar 24-7 a day. But if my girl still loves me, I'm set because I love my girl. That's all that's yeah, but, in my mind. But she didn't fall in love with that. Looking that's why you have to keep yourself in check. Right. That's why we kept yourself in check. Also, me and Bella are in a different relationship than middle America. We make money off of our appearance mm -hmm. on shows and you know what i mean like i have to if i have to play like a douchebag yeah. body type of guy i have to get like abs again and stuff like that so there's things that i have to do for my own career but if i was in like arizona and i worked at a kinko's I, i'm <laughs> dude i'm probably gonna get a belly real especially if my girlfriend looks like bell i'm already made i probably quit the job and just live off the dream of dating her like it's <laughs> like 
People get happy off of finding the yeah. love. Because think about it. That's at the end of the day, the one th- at the end of the day, you do everything. I don't care what anybody says. At the end of the day, you do everything for a person you might fall in love with. Let me give you an example. Why do you want to get a good job? So you could pay off everything when you have a good family, right? I didn't think that way. I thought like that. I thought like that <laughs> since day one. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I never thought about that way. Like, I, like, for example, like I invested in the home so I could do like a bunch of things for yeah. my future when I have a family. But I don't think that far ahead. I didn't oh, move I, out to LA. Maybe that's thinking, just a Capricorn thing, yeah, dude. I'm man. like eight steps ahead I'm of everything. He's a Capricorn. Yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess everybody's wired differently. I, I think ahead like too far ahead sometimes. And I get like, I, I'm not exaggerating. I was calculating how much I should be making at the age of 46. Yeah, I like I plan shit so I could have something at the age of that shit would make me panic. Yeah, because no. if I didn't live up to like what my expectation of myself was, then I'd lose my mind. Everything I've done out here has been no plan. Really? Oh, everything I've been done like, is planned. Oh, I think I'm gonna do this today. Boom, does it works? Cool. I'm gonna do this today. Doesn't work. Oh, okay. I mean, like, yeah, I do experiences. You know, like I do. Well, let's do this trip. Like I do that, but like also, I'm just a Capricorn to its fullest, man. I like to calculate everything. Everything. Pros and cons, man. Uh, why do you get upset when you're sober and there's uh, drunk people around you? I recently started doing that. Mark's yeah. like, why do you go? Why so is that? No, no. I was I, great before. I, I think was, this is valid because I think that it happens a lot in relationships. I think. Because I used to be that way. I don't know why in my relationship. Like, when, Is it like a FOMO thing or is it a jealousy it's, thing? It's two things. It's two things. I thought about this. I love how we like talk about it before we get on the podcast. So it gives me room to think. Yeah. So Belle got drunk for the first time in front yeah. of me without me being and drunk. Can I just say something? I, I had a beer with her and then I had another beer with her. And then I noticed George was getting a little bit irritated with... Uh, her giddiness or something or no here's the thing and then on that i purposefully got her a shot to get her more drunk that so was george, you yep fucking asshole. <laughs> i was putting the flight because george you fucking always antagonize me on shit on the podcast so you bring it up all that bachelor bullshit so i'm fucking doing the same thing back to you Never so we it. could talk about it on the podcast all right so i figured it out i figured out why um one is because i'm sober yeah um, and I was able to hang out with, so I, I there's multiple steps to why I was kind of like angry. By the way, I wasn't like angry, angry where You're annoyed. she, she never even realized that I was like yeah. kind of bothered. Cause but, she's drunk. <laughs> yeah. But so this is the reason why, um, one, I love to share every moment with Belle. Like if you go on my phone right now, I have like a photo thing called moments with Belle. We do everything together. So yeah, when you are fucking in deep, yeah, bro. deep as fuck, but Jesus. but that's one of them. Like, so I was like, oh man, she's really gone right now. And I'm like, fucking, I'm not there. And yeah. I really want to be there with her. I want to be drunk and yeah, laughing yeah. and find everything Isn't hilarious. That selfish. Um, not at all. They're selfish. Oh, they're is like ruining selfish. her time. I never ruined her time. I was the one who got her on the bull. I was still encouraging yeah. her to have fun. Being selfish is like, yo, don't have fun and picking a fight you- with her. Don't you think, in a way, it is, or you're jealous that she's having? More no, because if that was the case, I could easily just get drunk. I just didn't want to get drunk. Okay. So there was no jealousy or anger towards her in any way. But the second one is, um, when I was sober amongst my friends, nobody touched my face. Nobody like grabbed me, pulled me in. Nobody did that because if a drunk girl at the club would do that, but like, get the fuck, get, don't touch me like yeah. that. But I can't say that to her because she's like in love with me. And when you're drunk, you're a little bit more lovey dovey. Mm-hmm. So she was like pulling me and just like grabbing my cheeks and pulling my hair. And I'm like, okay, stop. It took me a while to get my hair done. Like, so that was like bothering me that she was very like touchy and pulley. Yeah. And I'm, I wasn't that way. But I understand because when I'm drunk, I'm the same way. Yeah, but what about that one time at the, uh, um, club when i was like drunk and i was like i fucking love you bro like yeah it annoyed me but i, I had oh, to deal with it oh fuck yeah yeah i annoyed the shit, shit out of me <laughs> i kept dapping me up and grabbing my shoulders and i was like dude st-. like i couldn't be like dude stop but i had like the same conversation with you nine times at the at the 10th time i was like yo i'm done with this but yeah it's not just her i get yeah. annoyed with it's just like anybody who's like really really drunk and i'm really sober it's like i'm dealing with a like an infant like yeah, yeah. they're like yeah. in their kid stage or they're running around with their diapers it's just like we can't communicate by the way have you realized when you're drunk you're, you're kind of stupid like you know no one yeah. gets drunk and like is like smart you know what I mean? like nobody ever gets drunk is like let's do a math problem right now they're always yeah. like let's do well actually yeah, you know, so now that you were talking about this when you're sober when i'm sober and i like hang out with you high i kind of 
I get annoyed because you're you, not you. Yes, exactly. And I so think what, that's yeah. It, it, like we're we're best friends. But, but why does that bother me? Because we're not. We didn't. Okay, let me give you an example. If that was who I am every single day, we would have never been friends. Right. So my qualities aren't there anymore. Like Belle is a put together ass woman. She's a mom. Everybody calls her a mom. Yeah. So when this girl's the only one riding the bull and flipping off, like you know what I mean? She's going crazy. I'm like, wow. Like I really want to be there because I don't want to be myself right now. I want to be drunk, George. Yeah. So we be we hang out and be together. You know what I mean? What but, bothers so you? Do you? Well, is it like do you think because you're on a different level, you feel like you're separated from that person? You like not yeah. as connected. So you're like, damn, I don't really like this. Like we're on different levels right now. I can't and connect uh, with. And but also, that, you have to like kind of separate the your mind and be like, okay, it's cool for them to have fun. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah, yeah no. but if you're the only one, it's like, why am I here? Sorry, yeah. this AC is blowing on me, and I turned it off, and I don't know why the fuck it's not turning off. I'm shivering over here. I'm so cold all the time. We are now going to get into some fan questions. See what the fans have to say. If you guys have any questions, send them to donesfilms at gmail.com. The link is in the description. Like we said, keep them short, sweet, and be confident. Here we go. Hey, Mark, George, and Trisha. Mike here. Mm. I wanted to ask you one simple question that if we want to impress anybody or get anyone's attention, the first thing you and George told us that you have to be yourself. And in previous podcast, George told us that uh, he used a technique called push and pull with uh, Bell to impress her as he wanted to go to dinner, but he said no, so that uh, she thrives for her attention or some kind of way. You know what I mean? So I wanted to ask you that, is that part of being ourselves that we are using any technique to impress anybody? And uh, Mark, I really, really miss your cinema a lot. So please starting, start creating more content on cinema. Peace. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I couldn't understand one thing. Was- he asked, he said, the key to getting a girl is to be yourself. But you said to push and pull. And is that a part of being yourself or is that a, a tactic that you're using? You know, like when you were at, at dinner with Belle or lunch and she asked you to hang out after and you're like, nah, I'm going to go home. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's only helping you be more yourself. For example, me and Rachel are just friends. Mm -hmm. But I make her laugh. She enjoys my company and I leave because I got shit to do. (laughs) But if I was in love with her, I would want to keep being here and overdo it and overkill it. So it's like you're just teaching yourself, relax, lay off the gas and go away. It's always better to have somebody miss you than know they can always have you around. No matter how much you're worth, you could be a multi-billionaire that gives the girl everything. But if she finds somebody that can make her laugh and that gives her enough space to breathe, and it's a wrap. Yeah, you said something about uh, what do we? T- I think we talked about it. Missing someone and just like yeah, it's good to miss somebody. missing their company. Yeah, yeah. You you can't be up. George in misses space. me all the time. We go two days without each other. He'll give me a phone call. He's like, "Hey man, I, just, I miss you." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, bro." <laughs> Hey, yo, so I'm in uh, senior year right now, and uh, I'm not sure if I want to go to college or university because my goal is to be an actor, but I don't know what route should I go to. Any advice? Thank you. I love the show. Keep at it. Uh, Did you go to college, Rachel? No, I didn't. I'm the only one that went to college. Well, you went to two-year, yeah? Uh, two-year yeah, I get a conservatory of recording arts. Yeah. Uh, I think... It all depends on what you want to do in life. I think there's no rush into being an actor. I think, obviously, college can create a lot of debt nowadays, and I know that's like a huge argument right now about the, the, the college debt. I like the fact that I went to college because, not for the reason, eh, I don't want to be the person that's like, I don't want you to go to your mom and dad and be like, yeah, Mark said don't go to college. The reason I liked college wasn't for the education the reason I like college is because it taught me how to be an adult. And I think, to be honest... You could do cheaper ways of doing that. Yeah, you could do it on your own. Move to L.A. You'll, be, you'll grow up real fucking quick. Um, but I also like the fact that I went to college because it taught me what I didn't want to do. And it's, that was an expensive way, I think, to learn what I didn't want to do. Because I wanted to go into news and be a, a news anchor and on ESPN and all this stuff. And just the people there were so old school and they just didn't, they weren't up with the times. They're like saying like, you can't be on Twitter. This is, you got to watch everything you say, this, this, and that. Very old school. And everything was so negative. So it taught me what I didn't want to do. Um, Cause everyone in my, in my ear was saying, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, 
I don't know. I would I would not go to college if it, if I were to do it over again. Yeah, it's like if you already know what you want to do, mm-hmm. why would you go to school and learn about right. something you don't care about? You're I not mean, passionate or, about. Or go to college and learn about how to be an actor or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Or just start acting. That's what we did. <laughs> At the end of the day, um, my advice. <laughs> wait, wait. I saw a comment. <laughs> I always say at the end of the day. He goes, this podcast is literally... At the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the beginning of the morning, <laughs> uh, my advice to you in general, because you asked about wanting to be an actor, when I came to LA, I had one thing on my mind. I'm either going to make it in this industry or I'm going to try until I'm homeless. So there was no plan B for me. It's better to aim. It's better to aim too high and miss than aim low and hit. Yeah. So like what that means is aiming low like getting the normal job and and getting stuck and being comfortable in that something that you didn't really want or aiming high and trying for it i don't know i'd rather i'd rather go for something and that's why my parents let me move out here what what's the what's the worst thing that could happen if you try think about it in your right, situation if you come out here for two years you fail then you still go back go to, to college, college. Yeah, yeah like, college is always there like, and also you don't ever want to be in a position you got you got to stop chasing dreams and just chase what you, makes you happy for example, we love entertaining. That's why we went into the entertainment field. We didn't do it for the fame and money. We did it because we were weird and we like to be in front of the camera and make people laugh. So I disagree. I mean, for my start, I was behind the camera and I was super uncomfortable on camera. I, but it was a muscle that I kept working. I was better at it, better at it, better at it. Like I couldn't vlog in public at the beginning. But you, no, I'm saying you still wanted to be in the entertainment field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. didn't chase the money because the people behind the camera are not millionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, well, some are. Yeah. But, what I'm trying to say is you if you're thinking about the dollar first, you already failed. Which a lot of people are nowadays Always. because they see how the lifestyle is and they're like, oh, I want to get famous so I can buy a nice car and all this fucking Rolexes and shit. But like, that's not why we started. No, I, started I still I, don't have a Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> I started because I was laughing at YouTubers doing pranks and all that stuff. And I never... Because showing off on YouTube wasn't a thing back in the day. So like, you got to think about that. Like we never looked at people on YouTube and like, whoa, that dude's so rich. Like he's got this Gucci and that and that. They didn't do that. Hey, Mark and George. Greg Hislop here. Followed you guys for years. Really love your content. So I have a question. Where do you see yourselves in 10 years? Since I followed you for so long, I'm interested in seeing what your perception of your 10-year-old selves would be. And shout out to Trisha. Ooh, awkward. At the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) In 10 years, I see myself retired with a new home. Uh, Yeah. Really? Bro, if I can retire at 30, I'm fucking doing it. Why? Really? Yeah. Oh, I I won't stop working until I'm like 70 or 80. I won't stop working. I just will make a fuckload of money and then do what I want to do. I mean, we nice do what home. we want to do now. Yeah, I know. It's still working. Um, I see. My, okay, so I'm already planting seeds of what I want to be. He just talked about how he knows what he's going to be doing at 49. Yeah, so. no joke. Ready for this? <laughs> Yo, I'm, I love this answer because like, I've been thinking about it. So when I came to LA, I had no structure. Um, everything was up in the air. I had no good foundation. And my dad always taught me, build a good foundation. So in 10 years from now, instead of buying like the crazy sport cars, cause like I've always wanted a Ferrari. I just like, not the time. I've always wanted to live in like crazy apartments that are like 5K and up. I was like, not the time. Um, I saved all my pennies and invested in my first property. I'm gonna keep doing that for the next eight to 10 years. So literally 10 years from now, I'll have multiple properties that will be paying itself off and also paying my living out here. So that way when I'm out here and I'm still chasing the dream and God forbid I didn't book anything big, that these properties will be able to uh, help me live out here with the lifestyle that I keep living now. So do you think, do you want to live here the rest of your life? No, um, oh, okay. I, I want to live out here until, but 10 years from now I am because I'm going to be doing the acting thing, mm-hmm. but say like next year I book a huge movie role for picture deal. And I'm like Robert Downey Jr. Then I'm out. I'm <laughs> like, I, I'm in like, I'm not too far away. I kind of want to be in like Huntington or Newport. Cause I went out there and it felt like Arizona with a beach. And I was like, this is it. This is where I want to raise my kids. So, so, but yeah, but 10 years from now, I wanted to put myself in a situation that my money made its money. And that I could live out here still chasing my dream. Because I'm not ignorant to think that I'm going to be a superstar. I, I know that there's a chance that I might flop and be nothing. So I want my cushion and foundation. 
I don't think that way. I, oh, no, you got to. You got to prepare no, for the worst and never. aim for the best. That's no. how I live my life. I don't prepare for the worst. I always prepare for the worst. Because I, I don't even put that thought in my head. Well, I mean, a lot of people thought that way. And guess what? They're broke at home. We're living with their mom and dad. But I won't not. let that happen. <laughs> you know what, what about I'm saying? You? Because life, life, you know what God always says? This is a, a great joke. God laughs every time you tell him your plans. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like. That's why I just told you I don't plan. You're the one that plans. So he's laughing no, no, at no. you. No, 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 no. I plan. I plan for God forbids. You know what I mean? Like God forbid this happened. God forbid something happened to my parents and they can't help me if something happens. I, I, I take care of all my cushions so that way, if God forbid, I got a cushion there. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I build up slow and steady. I let my foundation be strong. So when wind starts to blow called life, I'm like, it's cool. I got it. It's yeah. fine. Let me give you an example. I dropped all my contracts for like EHP and all these other deals that came my way because I want to focus more on acting. But I put enough money aside and a good foundation aside that I'm like, great, I could go on auditions, go to acting classes, still have my nice car and my nice place, and I'm set because I'm prepared for the wind. Now let's talk to a few of our friends and see what <laughs> happened to them thinking that they're always going to be making money on social media. Yeah, yeah. Because life happens. What about you, Rachel? What's your 10 years? Oh, my 10 years. Playboy edition 2018. <laughs> I just want to do Playboy every month every for the month. rest of my life. No, I mean, um, in 10 years, I just hope that, like, I have a couple with, you know, income, like you guys are saying, mm. so that I don't have to be out here working all the time. I would love to just have a house and have somewhere I can kind of hide out and still, like, work on things I'm passionate about, but right. I don't want to be out I think there's nothing long. wrong with, like, like, look at going out when you're on top, bro. There's nothing wrong. Look at Seinfeld. They went out when they were on top. Look at Rob Gronkowski. Just won how many Super Bowls? Goes out at on. He retires at 28. Yeah. What's wrong with going out on top? No, there's nothing. I just, I just don't. If, want if I could to. retire, I, I'm obsessed with my work. Yeah, no. Yeah. If I could retire at 35, though, like, why not? That's just a that's a personal like that's a, like that's a you thing yeah. like I'd rather travel the world and do stuff I don't yeah, I would do that I wouldn't want to do that yeah like I I, I literally am obsessed with working I love I to do like too. I love the process yeah so you might yeah. say that now but when it comes down to it bro oh no I fucking hate living alone like I'm yeah. not saying that like what yeah, if I start I, a family I don't know because you get bored quick you like have said, to vacation for like two weeks and be like oh, I gotta go back to work I don't yeah. like this well that's why I don't plan. <laughs> You got piles, piles. I just thought of Mark's girlfriend being like, I'm pregnant. And you just look at him like, listen, don't plan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 17 years old. And I wanted to ask you, like, every day I wake up, I do my yoga, meditation, a bit of workout before school starts. And I feel a lot more happier when I go to school. And I feel a lot less stress and all. And just like, overall, just improves my day and the way I look at life. And I wanted to ask you, Mark, did it have a big effect on you when you started waking up early and having your morning routines? And what about George? Does he have any morning routines? By the way, love your show. Keep it going. You're my, I'm one of your biggest fans, to be honest, and I look up to you too. So. Well, let me start off this. Uh, don't ask George about his morning routine because he doesn't wake up in the morning. Yeah, I do. Uh, I wake up, up at 8 o'clock. <laughs> I wake up at 8. I texted you this morning. You didn't fucking respond. I don't answer you because I have shit I'm doing. I'm a argue. simple text. Um, I, I, well, you I don't wake, wake up, up when I wake up. So here, let me answer. You, it's un, I think it's unnecessary to work that like Because when it comes down to nighttime, you're exhausted. Is, here's why it is necessary. First and foremost, I want to say thanks, by the way, for saying that we inspire you and all that stuff. I had a few people come up to me and like have conversations with me this past weekend. And it like relit the fuel or the fire the flame whatever you want to call it like when you guys come up to me and say like you know like this kid came up to me and he was like your uh your videos get me through my week and i was like damn like that shit fucking fires me up anyways so thank you for that what i yes waking up at 5 30 in the morning changed my life for the better because one i go i get up early i go to the gym I've talked about this so many times, so I'm just going to like speed through it. I make my bed, like I eat, uh, and then I go do it. I do two workouts now a day, and I do all of this shit before anybody's even texting me to see what I'm up to. So the best part about that is, is my whole morning, my 5.30 a.m. to like 9.30 a.m., four hours are just dedicated to myself, and I'm someone that thrives on me time. I need to have alone time, and like when no one's hitting me up, and I can listen to my motivational videos. I can listen to music. I can do whatever I have to do in the morning before anyone talks to me. Like that's something that I'm taking the time to get out of my 
get out of the way before anyone else is there to distract me. For example, what if it's 10 a.m. or I wake up at 10 a.m. and George hits me up at and I'm going to I'm getting ready to go to the gym and George hits me up and he's like, hey, dude, we're going to this thing at noon. Do you want to go? I'm more likely to be like, yeah, dude, I'm going to go. And then I'm going to skip my workout because I can work out tomorrow. But this thing's only happening today. So when I get up at 530, I've done all the things that I need to get out of the way already. I am different. I I have a really bad problem sleeping. I can't just lay my head you down. You go to, to bed sleep. late and I can't I don't do that. I can't. It's not like a luxury it's like a luxury to be able to shut your brain off. My brain doesn't shut off, so I don't shut my brain off. I'm always going. I'm but always when you lay down and you fall asleep. Yeah. I can't. It doesn't work like I'll just yeah. stare at the ceiling for like hours. I'm like, just close oh, your eyes, man. It doesn't happen. I've literally closed my eyes for forty five minutes once. I was like, dude, I'm still up right now. Like I, <laughs> it's bad. I've even talked to doctors about it. Um but I, I like everything, like I said, calculated. So I, I only get up when it's necessary. For example, tomorrow I have to go to dress rehearsal and all that stuff, so I have to be up at like 6.45. I don't have a problem getting up. When I open my eyes, I can get up right off the bat. But what I like to do, I like to plan my days. So for example, me waking up at like 7.45 to 8, so I could be in the gym next door to me, but like 8.45, 9 o'clock, work out for 45 minutes, that's how I get my day started, that's great. Because then I can handle all of my work and then at nighttime, I love to unwind. Mm-hmm. So I like to shut off my brain by like watching Modern Family or Friends, something positive and delightful. So when I go to sleep, I'm not thinking about my work or my bills or what I have to get done or what do I have to shoot. I give myself time to like settle down into my body before I go to bed. So I don't like waking up early in the morning because I already have a hard time sleeping. So if I wake too early up, then the rest of the day I'm grumpy and I'm not able to process thoughts. So, for example, if we're in a writing session, I didn't get a good night's sleep. I, I can't think of shit, <clears throat> so it doesn't work for me. So it's yeah. it's every it's a, each his own. Mark is able to do that and shut his brain off. He has the luxury of laying down and knowing he could just go to sleep, so he could wake up the next day. I have to go to sleep. The other day, I was Bell went to bed. I literally had to go to the gym because I could. It was like three o'clock in the morning. My eyes were like completely wide awake, as if I'm about to run a marathon. So I think part of me too now more so because I was doing it back then to take accountability for myself when I was going through all that shit and I was reading books and I was saying to get up early and all that stuff. So that's why I was doing it then. The reason I started to do it again, I think I get motivated when I see other people like posting in the gym or like and nothing bothers me more when I, when I do sleep in and it's like 9am and I, I pull up Instagram and I see that some of my friends have already been to the gym. Like that bothers me. So in a sense too, it's, the reason I do get up early and I go to the gym early is to show people like I fucking I'm, I'm out here I'm doing it and I'm and I'm want to inspire you to work just as hard as me because I want people around me they're doing what I'm doing you know what I'm saying and when I get people saying like yo you're fucking crushing it you know like people notice that I've lost weight you know what I'm saying they notice I'm getting in better shape that motivates me just like when I hear fans say dude I like your shit gets me through the day that's the stuff that I yeah. like yeah. I like to motivate people. I like to make people happy. I like to, and it makes me feel good. I don't know if that's selfish. It makes me feel, I've always been a giving person. It makes me feel good when I bring joy to other people. Like, look how many times I made videos giving Kylie a gift or something like that. How many times have I fucking bought myself something? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I'm just not like a receiver. I'm a, I'm a giver. What about you? You like, you get up early. You said you slept in the day and it was like, you got up at like 8.30. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I mean, like I am with George because if I, if I stayed up super late for whatever reason, I still do need like a good night's sleep. Otherwise I'm not going to perform my best throughout the day. So I allow myself to sleep in if I need to, but I feel so like accomplished right off the bat. If I'm like, yo, I'm up and it's like six. And I think that's. Right. It's like like a euphoric feeling. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, like you can get all the stuff done that you want to get done before anything gets in the way. And then it feels good. What time do you, do you set an alarm or do you just wake up when you, like on a day that you don't have to get up, do you make yourself get up? Uh, yeah, usually. Cause I don't like just sleeping and sleeping. Cause then I wake up and I'm like, I like ruined half my day. Yeah. You know, I wasted the day. I hate feeling like that. Then the rest of your day you feel like. The worst worst feeling in the world for me is when I party till sunrise, six or seven in the morning, and I wake up at like 5 p.m. the next day, 
I literally just gave mm-hmm. away a day of my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is it that weird that I, I really enjoy sick days? Like when you have a cold and you oh, have... Oh, I like rainy days and stuff like that. that I love that I, I gave myself kind of an excuse to be like, all right, cool, now I can just chill today and eat pizza. Yeah, but like those <laughs> days are so much better when you know that you already got all your shit done. Right. But I don't know. I've been in this so. kick right now where I don't feel good unless I go to the gym. That's good. Like I feel good when I'm dripping sweat. On the treadmill, it's the weirdest thing. Like it feels so. Like I feel like shit. And I started scheduling classes at Health House. Use my code Mark twenty five for twenty five percent off. Come work out with me. I'll link it down in the description below. <laughs> I started to schedule classes for the earliest class, so I force myself to get up. I don't have fucking anything to do. I'm working on music right now. I'm doing the podcast. I'm chilling. I just need something to focus on. I don't know. I miss. It's not a bad thing. But whatever. Do what you want. If it's working for you, man, keep it up. Yeah, also, a good question. How, he said he was 17. Yeah. Props to having a morning routine already yeah. and meditating. My morning That's routine amazing. was like missing the first bus. <laughs> yeah, I don't meditate, but I heard it's good for you. Yeah. Also, dude, it's like if it's attractive to people when they see you fucking doing shit like that. You know, no one wants to be like around a bum, right? Yeah, you want to be around people that inspire you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Tomato with... Rachel. <laughs> we Look how lo- she's just l- like lounging. That's the oh. best seat in the house, bro. They fucking lay down. They have a blanket on them. Yeah, why do we get these shitty Chill ass seats? It. Yeah, who designed this set? I'm off. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.